This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I was with uh, Boss Brad. He was at the, the curling event uh, last night with me. And he was a little distracted because, Jim, I know you've gotten into the online sports gambling, right? Yeah, yeah. Brad's been doing the same thing. Uh And his strategy is he goes for these multiple game parlays, right? Doesn't bet a lot of money, Mm -hmm. but he bets on... Like nine games or something. It was a nine-gamer last night. Because I I said nine games because a week ago he did win a nine-game parlay. Yeah. Put a couple bucks down and won like $300-plus. Well, he he was betting on the NHL. Yeah. And he got eight games correct. (gasps) And he had the buyout option. I think he could have... If he had... He could have taken 150 bucks if he walked away. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm going to let it ride. I'm going to let it ride. And the night ended with Boss Brad hanging his head low. Yeah. He I let think, it ride, and I think the Coyotes screwed him. They beat the Blues 6-2. You got to take the buyout. You got to. I know it's it's hard to, to do. It's like a gut check. But if you are, especially because if it's the last game that hasn't been settled yet, you know, you like if the first game you blow it in the first game, you know it's over, whatever. The first game of the evening, but that last game, just go to bed with a smile on your face. Buy yeah. out. One hundred fifty bucks is better than nothing. Yeah, he. I think the original bet was ten bucks. Uh, but oh, if, what a win! If he had gotten that final game correct, he would have won like nine hundred. So he was oh, chasing okay. the, the big bucks. That's a. I was thinking maybe it'd be like one hundred and fifty to two hundred and twenty dollars. Not a big difference, but that that's almost worth risking it all. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't because he lost. I said almost worth. Yeah. Check the tape. <laughs> no, I have not downloaded one of the. The uh, gambling apps onto my phone, the sports betting apps. I don't know if I trust myself to do it. I, d- I deleted mine after I lost all my money in the World Cup, and then I re-downloaded it for the UFC fights <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> and broke and? even. Broke even. Okay. I only put 25 bucks back on because like, I originally started with 200 and I did break even eventually because I cashed out some money, so I'm still even-ish. Even-ish? Yeah, this is not a recommendation to start gambling because a lot of my friends are not even-ish. Know your limits and play within it. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Damon Albarn, the uh, guy behind Gorillaz, he did an interview with Apple Music. (laughs) And this clip's making the rounds. It's gone viral. He's explaining that there's this little instrument called the Suzuki Omnicord. Okay, it's like a little synthesizer-looking thing that you can buy. And the song Clint Eastwood, one of the biggest hits by Gorillaz, was basically the preset that came with this instrument. It just came like that. That's it. That's the preset. It's the Rock One preset. (laughs) (laughs) But it gets even more... Wholesale. I wonder if he re-recorded the instrumentals or if he straight up just lifted just the wrapped, audio of that. Just wrapped over the, uh, yeah. you know, like on your Casio keyboard, you got Absolutely. like the... I got rock drums, I got jazz drums. Samba? For sure. We got a hit in there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. Did he have to give royalties I'm to wondering. the Suzuki Omnicord people? Yeah, he better be careful. 
Good for him. Yeah, that's hilarious. Good for him. Good work if you can get it. That's it. That's the preset. It's the Rock One preset. (laughs) (laughs) While we're on the topic of NFL quarterbacks, we got to tell everybody about uh, this Will Levis guy. So he is a top quarterback prospect playing college ball down in the U.S. right now. It looks like he is going to have a career in the NFL, but there's one big concern. NFL teams are worried that Will Levis's deathly fear of milk will impede his daily tasks. What? (laughs) His deathly fear of milk will interfere with his ability to be a quarterback in the NFL. What in the world happened to this guy? So uh, he uh, he's scared of milk to the point where if he sees it, <laughs> he will scream. He will audibly scream. Scream. This is a this is a 20-year-old man. Yeah, Not a child. Like, no, this is a grown adult. Grown adult. Yes. And if he sees milk, if he's in the same room as a glass of milk, he will uh, become crippled with fear, unable to perform uh, routine tasks. What in the world? And sometimes he will just like <laughs> freak out. <laughs> I wonder if he had a traumatic experience with milk in the past, or it's a completely irrational fear with no explanation. I, yeah. I actually, I know a girl who can't be in the same room as, uh, like, a banana. She used to live in London. We'd go to work events, and she w- couldn't be in the same room with it. She couldn't look at it if it was like in the corner if of the room. She didn't comfortable. The banana was there. Yes, and that's I t- all she could focus and on. I talked was to a banana. coworker, and they couldn't have like board meetings if somebody had a banana. She would enter the room. She would see it immediately. She'd be like, ah. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it's funny sense. you bring up bananas because Will Levis is he's terrified of milk, but apparently he eats bananas without peeling them. <laughs> oh, so he's just a straight up oddball. This oddball. is just a, Puts like mayonnaise in his coffee. Okay, this guy is just one of these guys. And will start screaming hysterically if he sees milk. Which, you got to think, if he becomes an NFL quarterback, the other team is just going to start bringing big old cartons of milk Oh yeah, to, to the games. Yeah, instead of like the Gatorade over top of the coach after the game, it's milk over yeah. top of the coach before the game, or the entire defensive line so he doesn't want to touch them. Maybe this guy stayed at the Airbnb from the movie Barbarian at some point. <laughs> Like, how do you develop a a fear that intense? Clockwork orange? Creepy milk scene? <laughs> That's a creepy milk yeah, scene as I don't well. know. Maybe a cow trampled him when he was a child. Yeah. Or maybe he's lactose intolerant. Actually, speaking of Gatorade, that'd be a great way to get in his head if you were on, like, the scrimmage, line of scrimmage, you're playing against him, just like the scene from Waterboy. Milk. Milk. <laughs> H2O. 2%. H2O. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Earlier we were talking about this NFL quarterback prospect. His name is Will Levis. And a lot of teams are interested in him because he's an awesome football player. But many NFL teams are concerned that his deathly fear of milk, 
that impedes his daily tasks will prevent him from being able to have a successful career in the NFL. Yes, he is so afraid of milk that if he walks into a room and there's a glass of milk sitting there, he will start screaming. (laughs) He is terrified of milk. This guy needs to take a milk bath. We need to expose your therapy. Get it over with. Confront your fears head on. He needs to go to a dairy farm. I know we've got a lot of dairy farmers who listen to the show, bright and early. Exactly. Get in that parlor. <laughs> grab a tea. Make he, it happen. Maybe he he had a sour glass. Because I do, like, if you leave milk out, when it starts getting chunky. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, if it, you leave it in the back of your fridge and you got to pour it out, that'll make me gag. That could have happened to him as a young child. We we're just trying to figure out, like, how does this develop these irrational fears? Mm-hmm. We had a couple Taz and Jim listeners text us about irrational fears. Hey, guys. So I had an ex-girlfriend who was afraid of chalk and chalk textures. You know how many substances have the texture of chalk? I used to do renovations. And during the drywall stage, it was a nightmare. She would make me undress on the porch before she would let me inside the shower. (laughs) Covered in drywall dust. Another one here. I have a friend who's petrified of frogs. If there's a frog stuck by the basement window, I'm guessing like the window wells, you know, a frog will fall down there. He can't go downstairs until his wife removes it. His wife removes it. So I said, is this fear based on a past experience? He says, no, he just thinks they're going to jump on him. But the frog thing almost makes sense because it's almost like a reptile and it could be like a genetic predisposition to be scared of a, like an animal that yeah. could be poisonous. It might make you sick, could have germs yeah. on it. Maybe it's a gen- like a generational traumatic thing that has passed through his genes, which could happen. Yeah. Uh, and like his, his grandpa could have been bit by a snake. Now he's all That makes more sense to me than milk. Yes. Yeah, clowns. I kind of get that one. Oh, they're terrifying. Yeah, clowns. They have their faces painted. You know, the, there's a serial killer uh, notoriously. Sure. And who wants to be a clown? Dressed as a clown. Uh, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a strange thing. So mm-hmm. I, I get the clowns. The milk, I don't understand. Time for sports. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is with us. Update, we were talking NFL quarterbacks around this time yesterday. Aaron Rodgers has met with the New York Jets. Yes, uh, there has been a lot of uh, salesmanship going on by the New York Jets. Some of their players trying to attract Aaron Rodgers. So uh, there are a couple reports that Rodgers met last night with New York Jet uh, officials, executives. They flew out to meet with him. Some Jets players on social media have been campaigning for him to join the team as well. Apparently the Packers would like to see this happen and the Jets really need to see this happen so the ball is really in Aaron Rodgers court he has to decide what he wants to do does he want to go back to the Packers does he want to go back to the Jets does he want to retire that's on the table I don't think he's going to retire but his chances of remaining a Packer appear to be slim Green Bay, sick of them, ready to move on? They are ready to move on, move on to Jordan Love and just begin the post-Rogers era.
And come on, more rumors that Tom Brady could be unretiring again? Yeah, Rich Eisen really uh, stirred things up uh, yesterday. But this is what happens when you're Tom Brady and you retire once and you come back. So the story... Boy, you cried wolf. He is. So uh, now he's the boy who's crying kitten, and I'll explain. So uh, Tom Brady uh, was responding to a report by Rich Eisen yesterday who was saying he was at the NFL Combine and heard from a couple of people that Tom Brady could be coming back and... And he could be coming back to the Miami Dolphins. Tom Brady himself replied to this saying, anyone who believes this uh, has never bought a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. And so his excuse for not coming back to the NFL this time is he's uh, got a cat for his daughter. That is the single worst excuse I've ever heard. Cats (laughs) take care of themselves. I don't know if you guys have ever had cats. If you can leave food out for them for a week, they will nibble away at it and survive. And I just Googled it. His kids are 10, 13, and 15. (laughs) The kid can look after the cat. How much kitten rearing is he actually going to be doing here? He uh, he did post a picture of the cat uh, last week on his Instagram, Cute. apparently, so he does have a cat. It That's better be a tiger. <laughs> That's the first step. A lot of people have kind of, you know, pointed out something similar to you, Jim, that he didn't say no. He just said he can't come back right now because of the kitten. So if he can find a kitten sitter, maybe he can come <laughs> back to the NFL. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Speaking of delicious drinks... Were you a Sunny D kid? Did uh, you look to me, Jim, like you would have been right into Sunny Delight in the 1990s? Buddy, does this bowl cut give you your answer? <laughs> yeah. Because I was basically that kid who was rooting through the fridge going, we got some cola, we got some purple stuff. Oh, Sunny D! Sunny D! Now, my family was too big. We had like six kids in our family, so Sunny D, we didn't buy fancy drinks like that often. But my friends... <laughs> it is fancy. But you had a friend. Everyone Somebody had, had a Sunny friend. Sunny D friend, yeah. yeah. He only had like one or brother. One brother was the lone child, and it would last longer than two, yeah. two or hours. Or like a, they had uh, divorced parents who, who tried to pander to the children. Oh, to get them Sonny to love D, them more. The D stands for dad trying to impress you. <laughs> Your mom won't let you have Sunny D. Well, guess <laughs> what I filled the fridge with? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sunny D is now going to be at LCBOs. They're releasing an alcohol filled Sunny Delight pre made seltzer. Yeah, it's a Sunny D vodka seltzer, and it's not like a Sunny D flavored. Vodka seltzer. It's a legitimately branded Sunny D vodka seltzer. You can find it at sunnydcocktails.com. I posted the picture and it's like, it looks, it's got the same logo, but below it says vodka seltzer and it's in those like tall, skinny cans, just like a white claw would be. Couple good comments here though. Sugar hangover at its finest. Oh yeah, because Sunny D was like concentrated orange juice. Or actually, that's, that's a bad. It, but it's like it's I like don't even double think the amount you of could sugar. Use the term juice legally no. while talking about Sunny D. No, it, it, yeah, juice like product. I think you <laughs> exactly. had to call it. Uh, Callie says, "I feel like Sunny V was a missed opportunity." Sunny <laughs> vodka. Oh. I was thinking, of, I was thinking of Sunny D. The the oh, if you pair yeah. a little Sunny D with a Sunny V, you might have a Sunny baby in yeah, nine months. A sunny B later on. <laughs> Son of a B, give me a D. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Talking sports with Devin Peacock, who is our sports guy here on the Taz and Jim Show. Dev, baseball. 
Baseball getting really excited for the uh, start of the season. Spring training on right now. You've got Grapefruit League, Cactus League action going on. You were at a spring training game. Yeah. Did you see a lot of uh, base stealing going on? There was some, and, and there was a lot of talk about base stealing because of the rule change, right? They made the, the, the bags are, are now bigger. The bases are bigger. The bases are bigger, and as we've talked about before, I mean, the big story in spring training is the pitch clock, and you add the pitch clock plus the larger bases, and already in spring training, they have had a noticeable increase in the number of stolen bases that are successfully stolen, but even just the attempts, which is something they saw in the minor leagues when they tested this out last year. And so what this is going to make, if this translates to the regular season, which I think it will, is just a more exciting product because you've got the pitch clock, which keeps things going. But in the past couple of years, with the shift with the slower games and the 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 concentration in this sport just be go- going towards you know home runs pulling the ball you haven't had that many uh, stolen bases like the days of Ricky Henderson you know stealing 100 bases long gone ba- the basic the most a- uh, effective pitcher strategy to stop stealing bases is to just wait and hold on to the ball so it's like it's the speeding up the game is going to completely eliminate that strategy. It's it's also interesting too. So Max Scherzer is with the New York Mets, and he's already like thinking like how to because every batter gets one timeout per at bat, and so what he's been doing in spring training so far is he's been waiting, waiting waiting, making the batter take their timeout. Then as they take their timeout, he gets ready. So when they step back in the box, throws he it right away. Throws I love it. it. It's so funny. And I also can't wait for the wild pitches and errors when you throw it to second and it goes to the outfield and then the pickles and all the stuff that'll happen. Yeah. It's, like it's, the pitcher has a brain fart and kind of forgets that he's on the clock. He's like, whoa, he's going to throw it. Yeah, it's so exciting. There's also like, there's a limit on the number of times you can throw over to like, you can do a pickoff, right? So, you, so that's, that's, not, that's one way you would try to maybe delay the game by doing the pickoffs. There's a limit on that as well, which could also open the door for more stolen bases, which all leads to, I think, a more exciting product. Well, Dave Hewitt, one of our listeners, disagrees. He sent me this email. Hello, Taz and Jim. I say no to the pitch clock. I pay a lot for baseball tickets, up to $550 each sometimes. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I'm into it, so I want my money's worth. (laughs) Also, hard to check out players when the innings are short and fast. But so he, he's a quantity, not quality guy. That's right. He wants to be. It's like when I go to a golf course, I get my money's worth a lot more than Tiger Woods would because I take twice as many shots out there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've well, convinced your wife a round of golf takes 11 hours. <laughs> what's what's your money's worth? Is it, you know, the, like a good round? Like if you're if you're like feeling it on the golf course... Don't you want to keep going? Like you, I, me personally, I don't want to get out of my rhythm. I don't. The longer I go, the more likely I am to screw up. So yeah. no, I need to get in and out. So like, if you can have like a legendary game, like a great game that you're playing or you're watching, I would prefer that in terms of getting my money's worth than a four and a half hour game where you've got like seven different pitching changes and it takes forever to get through it. Okay, don't get mad at Dave. No, I mean, he's, Dave, hey. he's spending $550 on a ticket to a baseball I'd game. I'd love to go to a game with Dave because it sounds like he'd be buying the beers. <laughs> he's, he's sitting right behind home plate, apparently. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. Roll Up to Win is back at Tim Hortons. It started back up again this week. It's a fun contest, man. Everybody loves it. Um, one of our listeners, Jeremy, though, is a little worked up. He got a message 
on his app that he had won a $10,000 American Express gift card. It was all pumped up, and then uh, Tim Hortons contacted him a couple days later, said it was a mistake, and instead, here's $50 to spend at Timmy's. (laughs) What a letdown. Uh, It was a letdown. His wife, Sarah, is on the phone, so tell us the story. How did it play out? So we have we went into the Tim Hortons in Tilsonburg on Monday morning. He had the day off work. It just by fluke, he rolled, and boom, there it was. Ten thousand we dollar like, American Express card. Yes, we were jumping for joy. We confirmed it with the manager. She was like, "Yes, yeah, like it was amazing." And then nothing. We didn't hear anything. And then thirty six hours later, you guys probably saw that picture of what. The guy sent to us. What did it say? Yeah. And now there's, from what I can see on Facebook, I think there's six or seven people so far that are on social media. Who knows how many more? Yeah. So uh, they're saying it was a computer error. Yep. And that you qualified to win the gift card. You didn't actually win it. Yeah, like the whole thing was supposed to be, Amex was not supposed to be a roll win. It was supposed to be you get entered in a draw, and they do the draw every day. So that's not a digital yeah. malfunction. That's, Somebody screwed up. Yeah. Yeah, they t- they really screwed up. I actually have a lawyer working on it that says, don't at all touch your Timmy's rewards card. Because what they did is they loaded everybody's card up with that 50 bucks. So the minute you use it, it will redeem it, and then you're basically accepting their offer. Ah. So we're not touching our rewards cards, and we're telling everyone else not to touch it. Ah. It, it, it reminds me of, and I think we had a story a couple months ago about this, uh, the malfunctioning slot machine. Remember the lady yes. won yeah. like a million dollars on a slot machine? The casino said, oh, no, the machine malfunctioned. Here's a steak dinner. <laughs> And oh, she's yeah, like, no, thank you. That. I'm going to call my lawyer. Yeah. I hope so, I hope Tim Hortons realizes that the $10,000 is a small price to pay <laughs> in the long run, especially if there's only like six people. 60 grand is a drop in the bucket. But across the country, who knows? It could be 100 people. It yeah. could be 30,000 people. Yeah. But so far on the Facebook Tim Hortons page, it's only people from Ontario and one from Montreal. Hmm. So far. And you got to think they fixed the problem, so it's not going to happen anymore. I think they fixed it right afterwards because people were complaining that they couldn't get their role to work. So I think they caught it right away. On Monday? Yeah. Huh. Because right after we got it, people were complaining online that they couldn't get roll-up to room to work Somebody at all. Somebody hit the button. Shut it <laughs> Shut down. Shut it yeah, down. They, they, they were hit code red button hard. <laughs> Panic mode. Yeah, let us know how things play out, all right? I, yeah, we will. curious to know if you end up getting more than a $50 uh, credit at Timmy's. Yeah, yeah, I really hope so. But anyways, I wanted to reach out to you guys and, and uh, let you guys know what's going on. Thanks, Sarah. This could be the uh, this could be the workaround for Timmy on the page where it says you're a winner on the app. It says winner with an asterisk beside Uh-oh. it, and then if you go down the fine print, asterisk to be verified. There you go. So, the get it a jail free card. Yeah, it might be. I I don't know. This could be uh, this could be Tim's reason to go back to just rolling the actual rim of the cup up. <laughs> yeah, there's no glitches there. Yeah, you can't computer glitch with a <laughs> saliva-soaked coffee cup rim, right? Yeah.